0: How do you wash off a week that had you really, really slammed at work? The body is a good place to start. Here's how we can plan a weekend of deep relaxation, relying on no one but our own selves, and return to work cleaner, leaner, and well-purged. You're listening to The Fresh as a Daisy Show, a podcast that inspires professionals to work happier and take care of themselves through the longest of workdays. My name is Daisy Hazra. My career is in advertising, but I also spend time curating wellness practices and other good stuff, a lot of which can be inbuilt into your workday. Have you watched this show called Suits? My favorite character on that show is this high-flying New York lawyer called Louis, who would go to these posh mud baths to relax and de-stress every time there was, you know, whenever there was drama at his work. I am like a real-life, low-budget version of Lewis Litt. I am not a New York fancy lawyer, of course, uh, but I really do believe in treating myself to relaxing experiences every now and then. And more than the activity itself, it's the idea of giving myself a proper break and savouring that transition is what I love. I have not really experienced a mud bath yet. I have tried a chocolate bath though, and honestly... Though it looked kind of like looked pretty close to what I saw on TV, I found it very disgusting in real life. Not for me. I feel sometimes I have made a more than fair contribution to the wellness industry in the past few years. Always short on time, very conscious of taking care of myself through it all, but mostly very curious to experience firsthand all the things that hold the promise of being feel-good. So as a result of that, between Bombay to Bali, I think there are so many different sorts of things that I've tried, you know, that are available in the name of wellness, from the amazing to the average to the absolute mumbo-jumbo. Now, there are some things that work for most people, like a good aromatherapy massage, for example. Some things are very polarizing, like a, let's say, a sensory deprivation float tank. It's meditative for some people. For others like me, it doesn't do anything. And then there are activities that kind of like may feel good, but there will be several schools of thought that will advise you against them with fair amount of scientific reasoning as well, you know, like the singing bowls or, or Chinese fire cupping. My personal belief is that ultimately, if it's about how something makes you feel, and it's perfectly okay to allow yourself indulgences as long as we are reasonably mindful. That said, treating yourself to some relaxation must not always be reliant on the over-the-counter kind of wellness. 2020 and corona season has taught us all that very well. So to wash off a heavy week when there is no massage to go to or when you just want to go easy on the wallet, here's how we can curate a weekend that resets us. The experience of a relaxing weekend is best enjoyed when we're fully involved in the process. And this starts with preparations Friday night which means avoiding that drink, cleaning the house or room where we will be spending most of our time over the weekend and ensuring we have very comfortable clothing at hand, as the idea is to spend the weekend in hermit mode. When I do these downtime weekends, I keep the phone notifications turned off for the most part, tune out of work emails completely and also not intensively work out. Day 1 or Saturday morning starts with Gandusha. Gandusha or oil pulling is the Ayurvedic practice of cleansing of the mouth. So you take some oil, either meant for oil pulling or any light-bodied edible oil, and twirl a spoonful of it in your mouth. A few minutes of swishing the oil around in the mouth and our gums and teeth feel professionally cleansed. This practice makes a very positive contribution to starting the day feeling deeply cleansed. But remember, it's not an alternative to dental hygiene practice, it's an addition. The next thing we could do is a polar plunge or an ice bath. Athletes and fitness enthusiasts do these cold water immersions after, you know, intense workout sessions for muscle recovery and reducing inflammation. Now, word of caution, there are studies that suggest that the previous ideas about ice bath benefits for athletes is actually flawed and there's not as much benefit to sore muscles as was believed to be. However, it does potentially ease muscle sore and inflammation and you know, aids sleep and lessens fatigue. Now, my immediate gratification comes from the sensory experience that makes you feel so awake. How do you do this at home? If you have a bathtub, dunk as many ice cubes as possible in a half-filled tub and soak for 5-10 minutes. If not, dunk your face in a bowl of icy water 2 seconds in and 2 seconds out a few times. Of course, this is a DIY home version and it's less impactful than going into an actual facility where you can feel, you know, the experience in full. I actually think sometimes how, you know, cold exposure in the outdoors would be like. I would like to do it someday when I can. And in case you are interested in knowing more about cold exposure, look up this guy called Wim Hof, an athlete from the Netherlands who has done a lot of work around proper cold exposure. The third And most important part of this weekend of reset is the gut cleanse. Well, it's not really the third bit, it's the very foundation. Giving our bowels, kidney and liver some rest. So skip coffee, wake up slowly and naturally. Research and remove foods that cause bloating, replacing them with more high fiber intake uh, and pure foods. The goal is to achieve better bowel movement as a result of these two days. Increase the intake of water and some herbal tea, that is decaf. This will cleanse your lymphatic system. Also, increase the intake of protective antioxidants. This is an antidote to the active free radical load in our system. So, this is the part that requires pre planning because you want to have the right kinds of food handy. Food that meets the criteria that I mentioned suits us and is also actually available around us may be very different for each one of us. So some first-hand research needs to be done. Now pro tip, research and have this info handy and not leave it for the week when you actually plan to do the detox. Next is the highlight or hero activity of the weekend. A couple of hours dedicated to purely relaxing. That the importance of restoration is rooted in our physiology and this is the time we dedicate to recovering energy and letting the brain recognize that while at it. Life is amazing when we can outsource this part to a spa or go join a Tai Chi group. But since this is a DIY weekend and we are completely on our own, here is the one thing anyone can do. Take a shower and a nap. I know it sounds simple, But I wouldn't underestimate the power of an elaborate bathing ritual followed by a good midday nap. There used to be a magazine in the 70s called Wet, the magazine of gourmet bathing, curated by a famous designer architect called Leonard Koren. So possibly one of its kind. Later, there was also a book published called Making Wet because it was such a unique artistic experiment to have a publication dedicated entirely to baths and bathrooms. So he wrote in it, And I quote, Bathrooms are everywhere. Just about everyone has one. And every bathroom, no matter how crude or sophisticated, comes equipped with all the elements of primal poetry. Water and steam. Hot, cold and in between. Nakedness, quietness, illumination. (laughs) That, That was my poetry voice. Beautiful quote, right? And true. If we slow down and decide to savor the primal poetry experience of a night shower, it can feel almost meditative. For this particular weekend, when we are trying to specially soak in the experience, we can even plan a more elaborate ritual than other days. Throw in a candle, some music, aromas, scented oils maybe. Give ourselves a solid scrub down. Basically, elevate the experience from what we are normally used to. Spend more time. Feeling the elements envelop us. And then get that nap. Possibly an hour to 90 minutes of full sleep cycle. Guiltlessly just pass out. Darken the room, excuse yourself from family and other like social commitments and enjoy how the Italians say dolce farniente, the sweetness of nothing. If you need help falling asleep, the wide-kneed child pose or the legs up on the wall which is called viprit karani, I think can help. Now, allowing ourselves this stillness helps one feel so much more renewed and so much more ready to take on the upcoming week. I would also build into the weekend some active stretching. Don't need to be a seasoned yoga practitioner to give our bodies some love and healing. Just play some nice music and get started. The most basic routine is to rotate all joints clockwise and anti-clockwise and go top to toe. So neck rotations and sideways stretches, shoulders, arms, wrists, twists at the waist, hip rotations, knees, ankles, slowly, mindfully focusing on every movement. Now, this is also suitable for those of us that have not moved our bodies an inch in the past many days. Of course, if you know your deep stretch routine, do that. There are so many resources freely available online that can help us at whatever stage of mobility we're at. I would typically find my jam and repeat it both days. When the weekend is finally drawing to a close, get ready for the week ahead. Spend some time planning, prioritizing and scheduling. This is the bit of transition that helps our headspace leave hermit mode and get ready for Monday. I typically use an hour or maybe two to identify what's the most important task to tackle in the week, plan batch work, and also outfits. All of which saves me time on Monday and also makes me look forward to the week in some ways. That's that then. Ways to plan a weekend of solid slowdown that includes cleansing and detoxing, delighting our senses, and just deeply relaxing. I work in an industry where how many extra hours one puts in is often flaunted like a badge of honor. The largest part of any full-time working professional's day is spent invested in work. We're basically all constantly plugged in and all constantly switched on. As against all of that, a weekend of total downtime is a bold, bold move. It might just be two days, but it affords us resilience to tackle the weeks ahead with greater efficiency. And most importantly, Calming down for only two days reminds us just how replenishing downtime can really be. That does it for this episode of Fresh as a Daisy. Remember, our commitment is to being our most vibrant self. So do what you need to to be your happiest version at work and outside. Thank you for listening and have an amazing week.